Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everybody, to the Dancing Library Mom Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Caroline Williams, and um, it is the first week of the new year, and what a week it has been. Um, well, I shouldn't even say what a week. Yesterday, yesterday, yeah, yesterday, yesterday, guys. Wow. The 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 events that took place at the Capitol. I'm still low key in like um like shock. I'm in shock for so many reasons. I'm in shock that it even happened. I'm in shock that nothing happened. <laughs> to nothing happened in the same dynamic that it would happen if it was a different group of people. It's just, it's just, I mean, I need all those people who are Trump supporters um, to understand the the reason why when we were having the protests of the Black Lives Matter and, you know, gaining equality for all, why it was such such a big deal. Because yesterday proved why this country is not equally yoked. How there everyone does not have the same rights and privileges and and oh my goodness. These people ransacked they, they I can't even find the right words, guys. They got in the Capitol, got inside of the, I mean, they were everywhere, like little children. And nothing happened to them immediately. It took a while for anybody to start really doing this. Our own president right now, he, you know, let this go on for a while. Why? Because I feel he orchestrated it. Um, and then when you finally said something, you want to, you can't, it was like one of those, I'm sorry, but now, nah. oh my gosh, like, this is why we're so angry, and it's why we're saying um, there's white privilege, because this was able to take place, and nothing, it was like a slap on the hand. You know how many bullets would have been fired? How many Keep more people. They said, I, I think I heard the news this morning. They said only 50 people were arrested. 50? I saw at least 300 people out there. Only 50? How many were arrested during the, the Black Lives Matter riots and, and protests? Hmm? I mean, these people went into a federal building and vandalized it, broke into it. I mean, Jesus. And it makes you angry and it makes you frustrated because there are still some people who will try to justify what happened yesterday. They will try to justify why it's not as bad as the Black Lives Matter uh, protests and the riots and things like that. They will try to justify it. Were their buildings burned? No. Were there... I, that's all I can think of. The, the difference is the building burning part of it. I mean, 
Folks was mad because Target was messed up, but y'all was okay. Y'all are okay with the capital being penalized? Target. Capital. Target. Capital. And this is the, it was like, wait, one Target? I'm, I need a fact check. I don't know how many Targets it was. I just know that one good Target was messed up. But this, this is, there's only one U.S. capital. To my knowledge, it's every Every state has their capital, but the U.S. got, there's only one of those, right? Okay. Yes, it wasn't burned, but my point is, where is that same <laughs> anger that was there for people's marching for Black Lives Matter? And I also was seeing on, you know, Facebook how people were saying the same people who were saying Blue Lives Matter were the ones running over the Blue Lives hitting them and moving, you know, pushing them out. I mean, it is crazy. This world, I say it and I say it again, we got to get it together. You better get your life together. You better get your um, priorities straight because it's coming to an end. And we are living in our last days because there's so much turmoil. I know other countries are looking at America like, look at these fools. Look at them children. Look at them. Just just don't know how to act. You know, <laughs> we all need whooping. It's just... And honestly, I just got to really think about my own children as far as what they have to grow up in. Like how they got to move forward in this world and hopefully things will get better. But honestly, I don't feel they are. That's what's so sad. You try to stay positive. You try to be optimistic, but I feel like it's not going to get better because people are going to justify everything that that takes place with this certain culture. Uh, <laughs> cultures, period. I I I live every day by day, you know, to the fullest because. You don't know when, you know, your last day will be. But it still is one of those back-in-my-mind things of my own, like, my brown babies have to live in this world where they are not the favored. So, you know, it's 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 rough for me as a parent. Like, even my, my boys, like, oh, I try to teach them you know, be respectful, blah, blah, blah. But honestly, y'all, that don't even matter either. Just as uh, that happened during the the winter break, the boy, the son of the the celebrity who the woman accused him of taking her phone. And she left it in Uber, but she made a big to-do about this black boy taking her phone, and he didn't even take it. And you could hear in the room, the boy wasn't being, I mean, good thing his, his father was with him, but he wasn't being, she was just like, man, you what? I don't have your phone. And when they interviewed him, he was just like, I mean, I don't understand why it happened to me. Like, I, I don't, what did I do? What did I do to, you did nothing but was born in the black skin. That's all. Jesus. But. Uh, what's the topic of today's show? It's, it's going to be a smorgasbord of a lot of stuff. I guess I'm just more getting everything off my mind, off my heart, because yesterday blew me. I had a topic, but after yesterday, I was like, 
I just want to go off the cuff. I'm going to go off the top of my dome and just speak about different things. Um, it's just, I wish that we could come to some type of resolution. Um, but it's hard to change a, a mind that's been set, that's been groomed to believe a certain way. Uh, meanwhile, while the, just like with the Black Lives Matter rights, COVID is still out here. It's getting worse. The numbers are going up. Uh, people are dying still. Like, it's just a lot going on. We're back in the school with the numbers going up. And the frustration with that is they're going to close bars and restaurants. Well, bars, but and reduce restaurant capacity. But it's okay to keep these school buildings open for children to come inside and whatever. Granted, yes, the, the risk of children uh, catching and, and whatever is low, but they forgot it's teachers who teach the kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. And while we're, while, while we have been in school, it has been a struggle, y'all. For anybody not in the school system, yes, moms, dads at home, you are struggling with getting your kids doing the virtual at home. Yes, you are. It is twice as hard inside of the school buildings for the teachers. It is twice as hard when you have five teachers out due to the COVID and you have at least 60 kids who need a teacher and keep, and they keep coming to school because the parents are like, oh, going to school. So someone's got to be in that room with them. They can't be in there by themselves. Someone's got to keep teaching them. Then you got your ones online. Somebody got to keep teaching the virtual ones. And you're running out of bodies. You're running out of people to help because you're, you're stretched in. You only have so many on staff. We're not hiring anymore. Subs are not picking up any jobs. It's just, it is a true struggle. It is mentally draining. And it's like, enough is enough. Like, I'm going to tell everybody right now, all you parents out there who may not know, every, there's going to be gaps everywhere. Do not be alarmed if your child has does not gain certain uh, skills. It will need to be retaught next year. Everybody will need to be retaught everything. It's almost like we need to put a freeze on the grades, on the grade levels, and say everybody repeat the same grade because there are so many things that are not going to be taught, um, are not really taught but grasped because we can't do what we normally do. We the, the it's so rough. It's so rough. And I think if anything, it's it's draining. Educators are tired. We love our students. We love what we do. But it is draining. This is a draining task. As hard as it, as it is for you parents at home to get your kids to do it, it is triple hard for the, the teachers. We're having to, it took me three and a half hours to do a lesson plan the other day because I'm trying to do one for virtual and face-to-face kids and figure out how I can get it so each so that both uh situations get the same amount of work rigor and and skill that is rough it is hard and I'm just a librarian so I'm not really I, I mean I my lessons usually are an extension of whatever they're doing inside the classroom I figure out what they're doing that week and I try to do something that will enhance it 
um, or review or like a review for the kids um, to kind of help out the teachers. But these teachers are, it's a struggle keeping the kids engaged, keeping them and making sure that they don't fall too far through the gap. It is hard. But what can we do? We're being forced to go in these buildings. There's been people having to, you know, retire early because it's like, I can't come in this building. I'm being forced to come in, but I have underlying health issues, and they seem to not care about that. You have people playing the system. You have people not really being exposed, but saying they are just so they don't have to come to work. You know? But, Jesus, it's so rough. It's hard. Then the teachers with kids at other schools who now I can't come to work because my child and I can't go to his school because he they, they've been exposed at that school, so I gotta say who who's supposed to watch my kids? It's and it's one of those situations, well, figure it out. What? <sighs> it's rough. It's got you thinking twice about your profession. It does. It does. Uh the only thing that really keeps me going, I can honestly say every day, is uh, my love for what I do. How I really, truly want to uh, reach kids and, and have, make them gain a love for reading and just, I don't know. It's, I'm at a loss of words for everything right now, Jesus. But I just hope that after yesterday's events and everything, I would say I want the world to, like, really sit back and look and see how jacked up everything is. Because I think everybody was looking at it in, in, in only one eye when the Black Lives Matter movement was happening. But now that this has happened, now it's both sides now. Do y'all see <laughs> why and how we need to quit? acting like children and get it together when does it stop your children are watching you they're going to mimic you we need to break the cycle we need to break it they were talking about on the news this morning how to cope with your how to cope uh not cope with your kids but um help your kids cope with what's going on and they're like, don't let them really look at it too much because they're already stressed out with virtual learning and and COVID. So adding this to it is not going to help it. And I'm like, I can understand that because they see it and they go, oh, is that what we're supposed to do? That's how, that's how we're supposed to behave. Okay, cool. We have to break the cycle. We have to stop it. Change your mindset. We are all people. We all bleed. <laughs> The same color. <laughs> Merlin the King said it. We got to get it together. We have to get it together. Yes, there are bad people out there. There are good people out there. But we got to take everyone at face value and, and, and not immediately judge. It's hard. It's super hard, especially when you have preconceptions of people. But you have to... Try to change it, change it, change, change, change. Good God, we have to change. 
So I'm leaving you guys today with that whole message I just did. Only because, not only because, I'm so, I'm rambling at this point. Because I'm literally, I'm literally y'all, literally y'all in a state of shock and disbelief. And I'm going to pray for our country. I'm going to pray for my children's future. I'm praying for everybody because we must get it together fast. What's going to happen today? What's going to happen tomorrow? What's going to happen at my inauguration? I'm I'm nervous about that. I think I'm going to go move to Canada or somewhere. I don't know. I, I'm a, where is that place that they said they got? I think it's New Zealand. Was it New Zealand? Anyway, y'all be safe out there. Mask up. Love each other. Hug each other. Well, hug each other. Air hug. Air hug each other. <laughs> and I will see y'all next. I will talk to y'all next week on another episode of the Dancer Library, Mom Wife. Take care.